everyone, it's Dr. Dave coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic in Yorkville, Toronto. Today is Tuesday, September 11th, 2018, and I am here with your daily health update for the day. Going to share six areas of health and wellness information with you in the hopes that we might just steer, support, guide, and encourage your health and wellness in the right direction. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, not only along with your own choices, but maybe encouraging you to contact the appropriate healthcare professional will help improve, raise, support, guide that health and wellness in the right direction, and maybe even solve some problems for you along the way. You just never know. Um, one of the things we look at in the daily health update often is cognitive function, especially as time goes on into our senior years, because that is one of the biggest uh, detractors to quality of life is um, our mental health and our mental attitude uh, later on in life. We want to be able to enjoy those years, um, especially because so many of us are on a plan that uh, have a vision of retiring and being able to finally take it easy and enjoy life and, and live full on. And we need our health and wellness at that stage to support it. So in this study, it talks about low testosterone that may risk, raise dementia risk in older males. After monitoring the status of over 4,000 elderly men for over a decade, researchers report that participants with lower testosterone levels at the start of the study had about a 40% increased risk for developing dementia in the next 10 years. The research team adds the association between low testosterone and dementia is biologically plausible, but data on the role of testosterone treatment in preventing dementia is lacking and adequately powered trials in men at risk would be welcome. That from the Journal of Psychoendoneurocrinology, August 2018. The practitioners who are really up on this, and there are some medical practitioners uh, that may specialize or have an interest in this, but a lot of naturopaths do as well. The challenge for men is that they don't often seek out the care of a complementary and alternative medical provider such as a naturopath or homeopath. Um, sometimes their partner in life may uh, steer them in that direction. And don't get me wrong, there are obviously exceptions to what I'm saying. However, um, you know, it definitely don't hold back if you're a gentleman and you want to improve your quality of life going forward to reach out to someone to help with the prevention and wellness side of things to have a naturopath as one of your healthcare providers to complement your medical approach and to complement those times that you only think you need pain or only need help is in those acute or pain or symptom related situations. It doesn't hurt to seek out care when you think you're already healthy just so that you can stay that way. All right. Now, um, never does the health and uh, the daily health update want to be anti anything. And uh, certainly I'm not. Everything has its time and place in the healthcare system, but I want to decrease the confusion and open up the opportunities so that the healthcare consumer has access to making the appropriate choice for him or herself. And that almost always should happen in conjunction with a healthcare provider, but probably multiple healthcare providers. And there should be an increase in second opinions so that there are less negative outcomes and negative side effects from health treatments. So in this health alert, it's about antibiotic side effects that send thousands of kids to the emergency room yearly. Nearly 70,000 children visit the emergency room each year due to allergic reactions and other side effects from antibiotics. Using nationwide estimates for outpatient antibiotic prescriptions and data from a national representative sample of hospitals for emergency room visits regarding antibiotics, investigators found that most visits, about 86%, were for allergic reactions such as rash, pruritus, or angioedema. 
That from the Journal of the Pediatric Infectious Diseases Society, August 2018. The antibiotic may very well still do its job in those situations where required, but the side effects are tough not only on the child but also on the parent because uh, it can be shocking and, and stressful because this is your child. And um, we just want to be sensitive to that. So um, just know that that's a possible outcome and that um, it, it can happen and that you want to seek out care immediately when you know those side effects. Uh, don't wait just in case, okay? So how's your sleeping been lately? And uh, if you're a good sleeper, maybe it's uh, not as uh, noticeable that there might be something causing that poor sleep. But if you're a poor sleeper, man, you sure do wonder how come you can't fall asleep or stay asleep through the night and how come you're not well rested in the morning. Well, your diet can be linked to sleep trouble. The Mediterranean diet is characterized by a high consumption of fruits, vegetables, fish, olive oil, and a moderate consumption of lean meats. A review of health and sleeping data concerning 2,000-plus adults showed an association between greater adherence to a Mediterranean-style diet and a reduced risk for both inadequate sleep and poor sleep quality. That from the journal Sleep, August 2018. So this... um, Mediterranean diet, you can definitely Google and you may want to make food choices that are in line with those guidelines and you may find that your sleep will improve along with a lot of other positive health side effects. On the exercise side of things, um, you know, more and more of us are sitting at a computer. Uh, The commute is getting longer for some of us in uh, urban areas. And uh, there's more technology that we engage ourselves in, and um, we may not, we may just not be as active as we need to be. But leg exercises can reduce the impact of that sedentary lifestyle. Just 10 minutes of sitting or laying down can impair blood flow to the small blood vessels in the lower extremities. However, in a new study, researchers observed that performing simple leg exercises, such as contracting the calf muscles, can help restore blood flow to the legs during sedentary activities. That from the Experimental Physiology Journal, August 2018. So one of the things that's encouraged for people who are doing computer work is definitely to get up and move around and take breaks, not only because of the physical benefit of that, but also because of the chemical and um, uh, psychological benefit of that, the mental-emotional component. But simple contraction of the muscles in the legs, and not just the calves, but I'm sure even the quads and the hamstrings, if you do some static contraction, some isometric contractions while you're sitting, that helps improve the blood flow, and that uh, can help get rid of uh, some restless leg kind of um, symptoms that may happen or other negative side effects from sitting for long periods of time. Uh, The statistics on youth health problems are actually increasing, uh, even though we have access to all this information and more knowledge on lifestyle. um, Preventing childhood problems is becoming uh, even harder in some areas, especially with uh, things like diabetes, but also with obesity, which can sometimes go hand in hand, the two. Child obesity has risen steadily over the last two decades. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, obese children are more likely to be bullied, develop chronic diseases, and remain remain obese as an adult. To prevent childhood obesity, the agency offers these dietary suggestions. Offer kids plenty of vegetables, fruits, and whole grains. Offer lean meats, poultry, fish, lentils, and beans, and avoid higher fat meats. Serve appropriately sized portions. Encourage children to drink more water. Limit sugary beverages and limit sugar and saturated fats. That from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, August 2018. So all of that is well said. 
And most people know that. It's like people who smoke. Most of them know that smoking is not good for them, and yet it's their choice to engage in these activities. Sometimes it's hard to break that habit. Obesity is no different. It's a lifestyle. It's a habitual choice. And there are multiple factors that are sometimes involved in a person's life that supports those choices. And it's not easy to necessarily just make the diet changes. I think the diet changes are pretty obvious to most people. It's just a matter of how to change the momentum and habits in the favor of the individual or the young person in this case so that uh, the child or the youth can start steering things in the right direction. And quite often that's best done in conjunction with either a healthcare provider or a group tapping into a support program and um, being able to complement those dietary changes by making sure that body function is optimized or improved or made better as well as there's a strong fitness component that uh, probably would help as well. And finally, on the chiropractic side of things, talking about sedentary lifestyle, too much computer use can lead to musculoskeletal pain. Nearly half of adults who spend over six hours per day using a computer suffer from musculoskeletal pain in at least one anatomical site, with the low back, neck, and shoulders being the most affected. The authors of this study conclude that clinicians should inquire about computer use when patients present with musculoskeletal pain and recommend ergonomic changes to reduce symptoms. That from the Journal of Family Medicine and Primary Care, July 2018. This has become such a notable part of most of our daily lives and our existence that on the first or second visit, definitely recommend to patients to watch their computer use if they're at a computer and their uh, postural and ergonomic habits on a daily basis because they come in they want to be improved they want to do something better and yet if they leave and they're not increasing their awareness around these tasks and they keep feeding into these same problems it's definitely an uphill struggle so with some teamwork we're able to work through that and they learn some very important things along the way that help support those outcomes so that they need less they need less care and attention and can actually support more of those healthy outcomes while doing computer work on their own by changing some of what they're doing and how they're doing it. Our quote today comes from Timothy Zahn. He says, Luck is merely an illusion, trusted by the ignorant and chased by the foolish. Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with being lucky. Sometimes things just happen the way they happen, uh, either good or bad, and we just have to learn how to roll with it. Um, you know, when you're prepared and opportunity comes across, that's what creates a successful outcome. And one of the ways to be prepared is to improve your health so that you can adapt as best you can when you need to, but that you can also take advantage of situations when you want to. So the daily health update can help you do that. We're here with some good information every day. It may not be applicable to you, but when you hear it, it's better to have this positive and supportive information in your life than, for example, listening to the news on a regular basis and being bombarded with negative information that doesn't give you a lot to do to improve yourself so that you can better support yourself as well as your community and the world around you. All right, so I'm going to be back tomorrow on Wednesday with your next daily health update. Make sure you plug in then. I'm going to help you create those great experiences in your life. So get out there today and do that, and I'll talk to you soon.